Hello and welcome to Touchline from myself, Kasper Els and Mark Cameron. Hello, Mark. Hi, Kas. Nice to be back. Nice to be in studio with these uh, three good-looking gentlemen. Quite excited to chat about tonight's, uh, this weekend's rugby. Yes, definitely. We've got Donald Nguenya back with us. Donald's from UKZN. Welcome, Donald. Hi, Kas. Hi, Mark. And then Robin Swanepoel. Robin's from Rovers. Welcome, Robin. Thank you, Kasper. Thanks, Mark, for having me. And Mr. Jeff Hopper. Jeff from Rovers as well. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Nice to be here. We've, we've spoken about the positions in the game of rugby from number one to number 15. The responsibilities, the attributes, the abilities of the players. What I would like to discuss tonight is the responsibility of the replacement, replacement players, the impact players, or the bench players, whichever way you want to look at it number 16 to number 23. What is the responsibility of your bench players or your impact players? Donald, if I can start with you. Yeah, it's, their role has changed uh, quite a lot uh, lately, you know, with the modern game. It's no longer a 15-man uh, game, it's now a 23-man game. Yes. Yeah, so your, your squad, your, your match day squad is, 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 is very important on those guys, um, you, you call them impact players or you call them finishers, so you bring them on to finish what the, the starting 15 started and, and finish the opposition or just finish the game. So they, they've got a big role to play in you as a coach when you look at where, how the game is going and, and what impact or what intensity you can add on onto that by bringing those guys on. Robin, from your side? Yeah. Um, yeah, as Rossi would say, uh, Donald, uh, also you could use uh, the word bomb squad. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, it's more than a big, I think it's a huge role that they play, impact players in the modern game. Um, and you decide uh, before as a coach, horses for courses, what are, you, what are your split going to be when you play, the, play those impact players off the bench? So um, typically if you're going to be Bringing your forwards to it at club level. I know uh, Donald said 23, that's perhaps his provincial background, but at club level it's still 7, 22. So you would look at perhaps a 5-2 split. But most coaches in, in the way we're playing clubs in KZN, you normally go for the 4-3 split. But very crucial and it's it's very tactical, I would, I would say, um, to use those impact players. Thank you. If I think just adding to what perhaps Don and and Sonny had said, I like the, the way Sonny had used the word bomb squad because following from the World Cup now with the, with the reserves and whatever, I think every bench now is going to be called a bomb squad from here on in. And uh, they've almost gained sort of celebrity status, um, not losing not sort of losing focus of, of their importance in the game. Yeah. Um, I think I think with the, with the World Cup has shown that could it be argued that that that, uh, that that bench that was put on, or the replacements that came on, that that possibly could have won the World Cup for the for the box in that in that particular game. Um, interesting too, I saw a comment from Jake White today with regards to the Stormers Bulls game, and he thought that perhaps that uh, that John Dobson should have got his replacements on earlier. That might have been a different game. Um, I didn't didn't watch that game too closely to see um, perhaps what what sort of merit there is in there, but. Uh, the, the replacements are becoming more and more important. I think as a forwards coach, I'm surprised Swanee wants to go with a 4-3 split 
sports coaching. Someone want to do the five-two split because I think it's the fours that that win the games we need. Mark. No, look, I, I tend to agree with what you guys are saying. I think the the name bomb squad obviously defines it in today's rugby. And Rossi, as Robin was saying, Rossi got it spot on in the World Cup. Um, as Robin was also saying, horses for courses. So we knew that we were playing certain teams. We wanted to go for a bigger forwards bench than a 4-3 than a split. Um, and it worked for us. But I think the word bomb squad is exactly that. Whether whether you are battling and bring them on or whether you are okay and bring them on. When they arrive, it's that bomb that explodes to flatten everything or to take you further to the next step. So um, I think going back to, to, to Rassi, um, Rassi got it spot on and I think the world's going to change because of that. Yeah. More often than not, but it, it happened previously prior to the, World's Cup, to the World Cup. But Rassi, I think, defined it slightly and he made it work because if you look at the front row specifically, they didn't have much game time, but for when they came on as a bomb squad, and they made that different from the difference from the beginning. So you you see it in local rugby, um, you can see it all over the show. But um, I, I agree with that, and that's what they want. Uh, part of the word that, that Don was using was was the finishers. I don't think your reserves want to be known as reserves. They want to know that they have an impact. No, that's what we call them. The word reserve has disappeared quite a while Long ago. Yeah. So, um, but that's what you want. You want, I mean, and, and the Bulls got it right this weekend as well. When their guys came on, they made changes and the game changed slightly. So, it's good. Um, Robin, with you you mentioned now the split, that you want to split this, the, your, your, your bench into a, a three, four, whichever you, way you want to split it. Now, if I can ask the question, how would you as a coach select your bench? On merit, I suppose, and I've got to look at who I'm playing. Mm. So like I said, um, horses for courses. Um, so we typically use the KZN region. Yes. If I'm going to be playing against a toti, I'm going to go with a predominantly more forward split than, than the back, adding the back. So I would go 5-2 because okay. toti and the likes of Collegians and Crusaders will come at you and throw the kitchen sink because they've got big backs of forwards. Mm. So you've got to know that, um, like Mark was saying earlier, you know, those players might not get a lot of game time, but when they do come on, they've got to certainly make a difference. Um, that impact certainly got to show something, otherwise it's... And, and that's every coach's sort of uh, idea of when he brings those players on. Um, I've, be, I've, I've pulled the front row off before, half time before, because he was taking a lot of strain. So, and, and, and I don't typically say to him, every single player, this is how much time you're going to be getting. Um, so I just, that split will just be, basically it goes down to horses for courses. Horses for courses, so it's yeah. each, each game on its own merit. Correct. Donald, from your side? Yeah, I, I agree with Robin. It's who you're playing. And, and how you want to change that game because you've analysed the opposition and you know what they'll bring to the table. Mm. So you know exactly, um, for example, if you're thinking maybe their forwards will tire at a certain stage and your bench will then lift up the intensity when you put them on and that, that's, that's when you, you do it and, and you select maybe like a 6-2 split on your bench and for a 23-man squad. Dave? Yeah, it's, it's, um, sometimes I wish you asked me these questions first because I'm tending to agree with Roman all the time and, 
and what he'd been. It's, it's, it's difficult for me to agree with Robin. Well, it's, it's true, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but having said that, I said, you know, I said the 5-2 the split, I think, pretty more tongue-in-cheek than anything else, because it, it, it really is having a look at opposition who you're going to play against. Um, Robin used totally, that's the side I'm going to, if we were to play, that's the side I'm going to be more weighted towards the forwards on the bench. Am I going to play UK's at MP that like to throw the ball around? I think they're going to have uh, a, Two a, forwards. to be, yeah, to be <laughs> sort of heavy, sort of top heavy forward-wise on the bench. That's not really going to work in my favour. So it's got to be your opposition who you're playing against. But the tough thing comes in with club rugby, unfortunately, your, your depth gets challenged too. Um, so, you know, it's, you're not often blessed with, with, with some players that you can put on the bench and know that if they do go on, that you're going to get your, your pound of flesh with respect to the players that do come on. But those are the challenges you do face. Yeah. Just, just on the bench, um, typically provincial or international level, you have seven or eight fresh players that come on. The bigger clubs, not, all, not every single guy, but more often than not, they have the luxury of bringing on fresh players. In other words, they didn't play for the second side and then they obviously come off, off the bench. How would you guys think, um, if you, if in, a normal, in a normal game, would you also target certain teams to say, okay, this is a strong team, um, I will not let my players play second side so I have a full, fresh bench? Or Definitely. where do you give game time to some of them? Because obviously we need to keep them happy. Yeah. Um, as Jeff mentioned, the challenge with, with some clubs, you might not have that luxury. Mm. They have to play seconds. You understand you don't have a choice because you just don't have that many players in, 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 your, in your club. But if you do, then you, and you know, if the game is important to you and you feel you, you really need to win or, and you need that impact fresh, then obviously as a first team coach you make that call and say, you yeah. know, you would like those guys fresh and they they don't start they don't play in the seconds. So for yeah. argument's sake, you play let's say you play Rovers now, okay? And um, you know you have to have dominant forwards to come off the bench. But playing Rovers, their second side is nearly as good as their first side. How would you make that balance? Because obviously Logic also tells you that you can't have your second team play nearly a full game and then come off the bench for the first side because even if they come onto the field for the first side after the half time, they would still be tired. So how would you balance that? Yeah, it's a tricky one. As I said, if you don't have the depth, you know, but if you do, especially if you're playing at overs, you want a, a fresh you know, a French, a fresh bench to, to come on that can hasn't I, played. Yeah. Can I then just ask the next question then? When and how would you substitute or make your substitutes, Jeff? Because I think that links <laughs> in with what... It, it becomes difficult, really, because, you know, you can... It's like, you never... Or I certainly would you... You don't want to guarantee your substitutes that are on the bench. You don't want to guarantee them in the game time. Because then you create an expectation. Um, but if, the, if, you, if you're in a position where the game is pretty much won with... You can't... It's, it's, can you say that? But let's just say that it's, a, it's pretty much fate to company that you're going to win this game. Then you then you can stick your bench on and have them have a run. But if you if you're playing against a a a a, a good team and you it's twelve eight with ten fifteen minutes to go and it's the game is in the balance and you don't have the the, the luxury of a of somebody that you knew that if he comes on he's going to be the guy that's going to make the difference because we're going back to depth again. You're not gonna you're not gonna feel comfortable putting putting a replacement on. So it's a bit of a 
it's a balancing act of giving everybody giving everybody fair game time, which at club level becomes difficult. Uh, me, I would like to say, well, you know what, I'm going to, as a coach, I want a full bench. I want, a f I want, I want uh, guys playing first team only, and let them and let them play. But it's it's difficult, guys. Because uh, I've probably um, got a couple of pointers on that as well. Um, uh, for me, club rugby is a different kettle of fish. Um, so you've got you've got to look at club rugby, and even the likes of a Rovers will use players from their second team in their first team. Not all of them, but perhaps three of the four or the seven on a bench, etc. But we, there, there's also communication between the first team and second team coaches as to when that player and how much game time he's allowed to have in the second team, so that he is sort of got some sort of energy when he comes onto the field. Um, I agree with Jeff. I don't, there's no specific time that players uh, are allocated at club level, I would, I, would, I would say. But when I say a different kettle of fish, there's a lot of uh, politics that go around club level and players, and if they don't play, they get grumpy, yeah. and then you don't need that at club level. Yep. You don't need us to have animosity amongst the players. And, and, and so what they do is you, as a coach, Try your hardest to get everybody some game time. Mm. No matter what the situation is in the field, um, you've got to try your hardest to bring those players on the field. And if you're a coach and wanting to make that impact, you are going to use your bench. Yes. Can I then ask this? Is there any specific position that you look at to substitute first? And is there any position that you will um, substitute first in, in any given game? Donald? No, not really. Um, it depends on how the game is going. Um, for me, mostly I look at how, how, the, how the players are performing at the time. You know, so if your props are tiring, for example, you, you know, and they're taking a strain. Yeah. So that's most likely the <laughs> positions you would, you would sub first. But the yeah, because they take light. a strain first. <laughs> yeah. So if they're taking a strain and they're struggling, those are the guys you would look at to, to sub first, maybe. Uh, but there's no, there's no say uh, who goes out first. It depends on how they're performing. I think a better question maybe ask us, who, who are you going to choose? If we're going to get back to your bench and who are you going to, who are you going to pencil in? I think perhaps I could get agreement that it's, about, it's not about who you're going to replace first. Who am, I going to put on my, who am I going to put on my team sheet first? And perhaps he's not going to play for a second team, as an example. I'm going to a front row without alluding to too much to Swanee. A, a hooker is one I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to pencil in, that he must be fresh when he comes on. And a nine must be fresh when he comes on. Those are, those are my two go-to guys that I'm perhaps going to want and insist on being fresh off the bench. When it comes to who do I put on first and who do I take off first, like Donald said, there's, there's, no, there's nothing cast in stone, really. It's, it's, it's down to how the players are performing on the day and who you're playing against. So can I then ask the question, if, if that's your statement, um, and I'm assuming a lot of clubs work similar. Um, you look at provincial level, basically the ones that get sub, other than injury, is either your front row or your nine, more often than not. So you're going to a nine now. So if, if Swanee is a nine that technically is your second choice and always sits on your bench, don't you feel obliged to give that guy decent game time every week? So whoever will play 40 minutes and then you bring the other one on, how would it work? So, so maybe I can answer that question um, from a Rover's point of view, and Jeff will back me up. We've uh, 
our first and second squad trained together. Mm-hmm. And it has, and we started that years ago already. So there's no separation between first and second mm-hmm. squad because we believe in a rotation system. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only way you can do it at club level, in my opinion, mm. um, is the rotation system. So one week, this scrum off will play. It's not necessarily that we're going to start the same scrum off every single week. We could rotate them. So we are definitely aiming at giving the guys as much game time as possible. Yes, I understand continuity is a problem. And yes, we do get get that building up to the bigger games. But when we're playing sides that we know that we may be a bit stronger against, we're going to rotate to give those guys those games. So, so in, in theory, what you, you, what you guys are saying, your fresh bench players technically get equal game time more often than not. Yes, we try and do, try and do that. It, it, it is important to, to try and give those guys time as well mm. Mm. To, to play because you never know when that your first choice might get injured and oh, is yeah. out and that guy has to step in. And, it, and if he hasn't had time, you know, now you're throwing him on, in the deep end. Now you, maybe your next game is Rovers and now he has to come up and play but that's why against the important. Rovers, for example. And he hasn't had time at all and, and that could cost you dearly. But that's why it's mm. important to mm. have the same structures and playing together because the one can fall in whenever the other one's not there. Well, I mean, uh, beginning of this year, Jeff's even been known to select and uh, good move on his side this year, selecting players, the stronger player on the bench as the impact player because we're playing a side that we knew were better and not necessarily having to bring that guy on but giving the other guys much game time as possible. Yeah. I think I think for the players that are, that are on the bench that you're going to keep on the bench. If I can just go back to the two and the, the, the two and the nine, if I may, because that's where the, the conversation with, with me started out. Those are the ones that becomes important to communicate to that sort of player that you will. I'm going to give you 20 minutes. Um, then at least they know where they stand, rather than I'm on the bench again this week. And like like Robin had rightly said, we we are dealing with players that have got a day job. And they just want to play, and they don't be they don't be stuck on the bench every single game because then sort of animosity starts creeping in and that sort of thing. So give as much game time as possible. But those guys that are on the bench with me as as communicated, they know that they are going to get some game time. So so in conclusion, am I right in saying that you will choose your bench with merit and it will be each game with its own merit? Who are you playing, where are you playing and what game plan you're going to play? You will choose your bench and that is how you will then substitute your players. I think that works like at international level as yeah. well, more yeah. often than not. Mm. So, and then if you play a if you play a so-called weaker side, then let's say the Springboks, they'll use a, a B team or someone that they'd like to see play at that level to see what they can do. At so, I think it works like that. But us at club level, we just don't have that specific luxury to do it willy-nilly. Mm. Correct. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. That will then conclude this discussion. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.